Hi, welcome to Escape, a travel podcast. I'm John. I'm Jess. I'm Samantha. And I'm Sean. Our job might be to plan vacations, but seeing the world is our passion. Our podcast is here to help you escape. Every episode, we will discuss our favorite destinations, hotels, tours, and so much more from around the world and right into your headphones. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to Escape a Travel Podcast. My name is John, and I'm here with my fellow podcasters. And tonight, we're going to be talking about the ultimate 2021 destination. And we're going to be doing a top, it's actually top six, because we came up with one too many. But the top six reasons why Hawaii is the ultimate destination, travel destination for 2021. So we're going to go ahead and get started. And first of all, how's everybody doing? Sam, welcome back. We missed you last week. Thanks. I missed you guys too. We did. We missed you. We did. I'm back now. You left me with the boy is all alone. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I had, it was terrible. I had to talk to the boys for like an hour before we started recording. Oh, no. <laughs> like what just happened as well. Right. I was enjoying myself in the Redneck Riviera of the Great Smoky Mountains in Pigeon Forge. I saw your pictures. I l- it looked like yeah, you Yeah, they looked nice. It was fun. fun. That yeah. was spring break, right? That's fun to be yeah. with the kids, I'm sure. Spring break? Very cool. All right. So (laughs) our first reason, these are in no particular order. So number one reason why Hawaii is the ultimate 2021 destination, no passport required. That's a big deal. That's a a a big big plus for a family. It is, especially right now when passports are backed up. (laughs) Yep. I have a lot of clients who are unable to even get theirs renewed. So this is a big deal. Yeah. You can travel with your driver's license, guys. Also, it is really hard to get back in the, not hard to get back in the country, but there's extra steps to get back in the country right now um, because of COVID. So you have, you know, you have to test before you get back on a plane to re-enter the United States. Lead us to number two. Yep. There you go. (laughs) Segway. Which is no return test required, which is nice. Now, we do, you want to explain that you do about the actual process of going, Jess? Right. So, right now, um, as of March 29th, just so we don't seem out of date, um, to get to Hawaii, you do have to have proof of a negative COVID test to enter into Hawaii. Um, and if you don't or choose not to, you have to quarantine on site either at your hotel or your rental um, for 10 days. And uh, they will actually arrest you <laughs> and fine you <laughs> if you break quarantine. They're very strict about quarantine. Um, uh, so people... basically make sure you have those negative COVID tests. Right. Just, just how long in tests. advance do you have to have those test results back? 72 hours yeah. from the final leg of your trip. Okay. From the final flight heading into Hawaii. Which, right? right. 72. Right? Yeah. Which yeah. Makes 72. 72 before your entry date time into yes. Hawaii, which is really means 48 because. It takes a day. Right. Right. Or 12, 12 hours to get well, there. Especially if, you so know, 60. like we usually break it up and we stay overnight on the West Coast. So, you know, that right. is, that can be, can be difficult. But yeah. Now there are there is discussion of changing that, correct? There is. So the hope is that by May 1st, if you have proof that you are fully vaccinated, which means that you're 2 weeks out of your um second or first Johnson and Johnson and only shot, um that you should be able to avoid 
quarantine and testing to get in. Um, that's the proposal right now. It's not official, but I know that today specifically vaccine passports have been trending a lot. Talk of vaccine passports in all states. So I just think digitizing it's going to be great for all of us because my little card is tucked safely in my passport holder right now. <laughs> I would prefer it to not be paper. So um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mine is in our firebox. Like with our birth certificates. <laughs> yeah. That's where mine is, too. That's where my passports are, too. But uh, oh, well, there I don't want to care. I don't want to travel with the card. <laughs> like Everything else yeah, is mobile Yeah, I'd be afraid right I'm going to lose Please. it. Please <laughs> find some way yeah. to digitize this. Um, Hopefully, they'll be coming up with something by the summertime. That's, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. yeah. So let's move on to number three, then, is... And I just want to talk about this, because for my family, this is a big deal, is just how well... They have handled COVID in the state of Hawaii. Now, before we, when we were going over this before the show, Sam mentioned, I think it was Sam that mentioned, yeah, but they shut down for so long. And I, what I think they did right was that they shut down until they could find a way to do it safely. Yeah. And I think that was what was really important. And what, what that did was that was able to ensure that they had some of the lowest caseload, like based on population out of any state i think there's only like like two or three other states that had a lower percentage of infection um in their states well, and then they, they well, go ahead they it's obviously really easy for them to isolate because they are right. extremely isolated but by the same token that's also a negative if there were to be an outbreak you know here in massachusetts for example we could bring in help from new hampshire or even new york new jersey there's no overflow hospitals in hawaii so they were you right, know, rightly concerned about what an outbreak would do to their infrastructure. So I think they handled it well, but I think they're at a place now where they are cautiously um, looking to welcome back tourists so that they can help a different kind of infrastructure, which right. needs help right now. And I, I think that the way they did it was actually benefited people a little bit more. I mean, you look at some of the other locations that were trying to open up sooner um, mm-hmm. as all of us in the travel industry, it was very difficult to keep on top of all the ever-changing Changing. landscape of what the new restrictions and requirements were um, for those travelers that still wanted to, you know, get out and travel in July, you know, June, July, August timeframe. It yeah. was an ever-changing landscape in some of these different locations. So Stressful. the fact that Hawaii has <laughs> yeah. fully closed down and is just now to the point of reopening. I think it makes it a little bit easier and easier for us yeah for the clients to know they can go in with good peace of mind yeah yeah they've been slowly ramping up since what was it november like right around thanksgiving i think is when they slowly started like opening up hotels at a certain percentage and with this testing and i think also they waited until testing was readily available to everybody because remember how for so long there you just couldn't get a test Mm -hmm. or it was very difficult to get that test Right. Um, so I just I applaud them. They've done a good job protecting locals and like you talked about their infrastructure and also protecting travelers, you know, um, those are like really important to their state. Like they know that if they like their economy depends on it. I, I think it's like one in four people or maybe more than that are employed by the tourism industry and so, or the hospitality industry in some way in Hawaii. It's crazy high. Next up, number four. This is a big one, big one. I know Sam's excited about this one. (laughs) 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 The biggest laugh ever. Uh, Number four, the weather. 
So for those of you who have been to Hawaii before, tell us about the weather. It's awesome all the time. <laughs> it's perfect um, all the time. I'll just yeah. say that. Yeah, and it really is. Okay, great. Yeah. So I, yeah. I've been there at the end of August and in September, and then February, March, like the the ends of those months, and it was right. perfect every time. <laughs> February, March was a little cooler, but it was still it was like that perfect temp for me. Yeah, yeah. I will say that we hit a decent amount of rain when we were in Kauai. Um, early may um okay so but most of the places to stay on Kauai are on like the east side the rainy side they don't have their west side isn't um is mountains so it's not really built up so i would i would just be careful with that but otherwise i mean we maybe do a split stay well that's what we did (laughs) we went to maui afterwards and even though it was raining in Kauai, it was perfectly sunny and dry in south maui so west maui Right. Do you remember the dates that you've been, Jess, like month-wise? Yeah, I've been May, June, July, and August. Uh, maybe so September. Just, yeah. Maybe a little bit of September, but um, mm-hmm. May, June, July, August, yeah. yeah. And as much as the four of us love Mexico and love the Caribbean, when you start getting into the later months of the summer, you're dealing with, one, heat, you know, oh, particularly Florida, yeah. but it gets hot and sweaty. I, I mean, and it's not so bad, I guess, when you're on vacation, and you're just laying in the pool. But for those of us who, when we go to the Caribbean, we work in the middle of the summer and like have to schlep <laughs> ourselves around looking at like rooms and doing tours and stuff, it gets hot. Yeah. Um, but also in the summertime, it can be very rainy in the Caribbean and your chance of rain in like September is much higher in the Caribbean than it would be, say, in Hawaii. So it's just a, as much as we love those other locations, it's like a, a check plus in the, the box for Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the next thing I want to talk about, and, and I want to preface this before I say anything. I, I've been asked so many times if there's any all inclusive, like, options in Hawaii, and the answer is no, not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a random hotel might stay, have a couple Euro- European options. You don't want to stay and eat at your hotel for all three meals either. No. Like you want to get out and yeah. I just got this question the other day, like why aren't there all inclusives in the United States? And it's because there, we don't really have a destination where you don't or can't leave your resort. It's not like some of the Caribbean locations. So yeah. you want to get out. You know, most places. You have a rental car. You're going to you want to find those little off the beaten trail mom and pop places where you sometimes find the best food, especially in Hawaii. Those are the places to go to. Um, Yeah. So there's really no people wouldn't stay at their resort the entire time. And that is brings us to number five, which is food. And this is kind of a two part is the food is how would you describe the food, ladies? Uh, amazing. Amazing. (laughs) Uh, no so one trip to hawaii i was just getting out of the first trimester of of one of my two pregnancies um and i hadn't eaten i was so sick i hadn't eaten in probably four months i mean legit not even a full meal a day i went to hawaii (laughs) 
and I ate <laughs> for two weeks. My appetite came back. I was finally eating again. <laughs> I had like I had lost weight. I had lost so much weight because I wasn't eating. I was so sick. And then I went to Hawaii and all was good. I was back to normal again. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, yeah, that's, that's how good the food was, is that it brought me out of my like first trimester sickness. And yeah. To piggyback what John was saying about the lack of all inclusives, mm-hmm. you know, that really does push people out and helps the local mm-hmm. population, the local market there in yeah. Hawaii is you know, and I'm gonna tell they've got you. a good product. You know, some of those restaurants are amazing and to know that they are getting that uh, tourist population. And not even you know, just the, the luxury way. restaurants, but like the little food trucks and stuff. They, I mean, some mm-hmm. of the best food we had were from food trucks. Like yeah. in Hawaii, they have this amazing thing called like plate lunch. And it's definitely not super healthy because it's like <laughs> basically it's like your your protein, you know, your fish or your chicken or whatever. And then a side usually of rice and mac and cheese. <laughs> but it's like but Lots it's of so starch. good. It's, yeah, it's like they give you like they have your two starches, but these are usually under ten dollars and it's huge. Like you it can easily feed more than one person, but like they really do take the time to make it like taste really good. Like mm-hmm. mac salad. And I just wanna potato salad. <laughs> mac salad. Mac salad. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> That does sound good. Macaroni salad. I'm particularly <laughs> I'm particularly excited about getting well, first of all, fresh, fresh seafood. Yes, but so also good. poke bowls. Like I love poke bowls. Mm-hmm. Like I could eat that all day, I'm every day. I'm gonna tell you what. Sushi. You're gonna like, come oh home my gosh. and be disappointed when you have a poke bowl oh, and it's not from I Hawaii. That's what everybody eat, says. I'm <laughs> here. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'll tell you what though, Kona Cafe at Disney has pretty good poke bowls, but they're not Hawaii level, but they're pretty good. Yeah. Mm, that's good well, to that's know. Because the poly right. is fake Hawaii. It is. It's fake. That's true, <laughs> and I'm not bitter about it at all. <laughs> it's it's Brady Bunch Hawaii. Mm. Come on. It's Moana it's okay. Hawaii now, y'all. Now it is. Well, well yeah, that's a lobby. Actually, it might actually be better. Dare I say? <laughs> the rooms—they're not changing the lobby. Oh, they might be. Uh, no, I, I don't think they are. Really? Anyway, this is yeah. I think they're only changing the entryway and the the monorail station. Mm. This isn't a Disney show, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, God, how Disney, do we always Disney end up back ble- at Disney? Disney bleeds into everything. It's hard not to. It really, really does. All right. So moving on is for those who are not comfortable with um, with eating indoors, then there are plenty of outdoor eating options. Almost every restaurant has some sort of mm-hmm. alfresco option. Either so that or e- there's just no walls. So it's right. like you might be indoors, but they don't have windows or walls. It's just all open air, especially in Maui because there's so little rain on the that side of the island. And like, you know, Wailea, South Maui, even like the northwestern part, it's still pretty open and it doesn't rain. But I mean, you know, in the heat of the day, though, it is a little hot to be sitting directly outside. So those open air covered half indoor, half outdoor places are pretty good. With with the fans moving to cool move there and keep you cool. Like that's amazing. Yeah. I look forward to that. I'm very excited about the food. The food I think is just gonna be the highlight of Mm, we've talked about this. Every vacation I take is like centered around food. I'm super pumped. 
All right, lastly, number six. This is going to kind of bring a bunch of things together, but it's there's something for everyone. And as far as that goes, we mean there's something for every budget. There's something for every age group. There's something for every like lifestyle, um, every life event from your honeymoon all the way to like a fan, like multi-generational family reunion. Mm-hmm. Hawaii has right. something for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's actually a great multi-gen destination because you can have all levels of like fitness or activity levels. So if, you know, some of your older relatives aren't super mobile, you can hang out at the pool, go to the beach while the people who might be more adventurous can go hiking and you can all meet back at night, you know, and hang out by the Mm -hmm. pool or grab dinner or drinks. On the other end of the spectrum, if you have really little kids and they can't, I mean, we've been to Hawaii with kids under two and you know we obviously weren't hiking with them but still filled our days with plenty of activities plenty plenty to do for everybody everybody um and like even if it's like a romantic trip a family trip I love that like people some people only think of it as like a honeymoon anniversary type destination but there's really something for everybody I do I did want to talk about budgets I think for some people the the barrier to get to Hawaii might be the airfare. Mm -hmm. And I will say that this season I have seen some really reasonable prices to get to Hawaii. Um, like from the East Coast under five hundred dollars per that person. That is really good. Wow. Yeah, really, yeah. really good. Um, <laughs> like maybe not, maybe not in July, but like I've seen like May of this year, April, like next month, I've seen like stuff in like the four or five hundred from like Atlanta and a couple other places. So like before all of this happened, when I was planning a trip for myself in September, the best I could find was uh, like six eighty. Um, yeah, you know, so like for to be, and that's a and good that's a price. Good that's a good, that's yeah. a good price normally from you know, obviously from Boston. So it's, you know, we're not talking West Coast, but it's usually, you know, usually we're paying around eight hundred dollars a ticket to get out there. So hmm. right, so it is. It- Typically, it is a that is part of the barrier, part of the price barrier for some people. Mm-hmm. But there are several different types of options that we can uh, or that we do help our clients find from everything from some like um, helping you find the right condo at like a condo resort, all the way to like the Four Seasons Maui or the Saint Regis. Well, that's not open. What's an equivalent? Another Four Seasons on like there's a Four Seasons on, Lahaina, on uh, the or, Big Island that's really yeah really popular. Um, and there's a Fairmont as well that's over there. I mean, there's like really nice high-end resorts, but there's also some great entry-level Lanai stuff. Lanai has a f- two Four Seasons properties too that were recently redone in the last um, few years. The one that's in the island looks so cool. Have you seen any of the videos from that? The, the I mean, one that just it's su- opened It's super up, bougie. The one that just so yeah, it, yeah. There's two. There's it's not on the coast. Okay, there's, it's the, the one that's like in the center of the yeah, island. Yeah, so that one is. Um, it used to be called the Lodge at Coeli, Um, and it's yeah. in the woods. We actually uh, we ate dinner there once, and it's a really it's a really neat and interesting property. Um, yeah, it it is isolated. Lanai is weird and it's kind of its own show, but um, yeah, it is. It's definitely like it's like another planet. But oh, that place looks like very Asian inspired, if I remember mm-hmm. like the, their retheme, but. Anyway, there. Long story short, on number six is that there is something for everybody. I personally have planned a trip. My 
as people who listen to the show regularly know that my wife and I were celebrating our 10-year anniversary in a normal year. We'd probably be going to Europe, just the two of us without the kids, um, for, to celebrate a big anniversary like that. But because of the uncertainty of like European travel this summer, we decided to find something that was a guarantee for us to be able to go. So we are going to spend a little over a week in Maui. And I am so pumped about Hawaii right now, guys. Like, and we're already <laughs> talking. We haven't even gone yet. And we're already talking about <laughs> doing our next trip to Hawaii, hitting up, uh, going to Oahu and doing uh, Alani. Mm, yeah. Is that going to be a kid trip? Yeah, we'll take, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For the next trip, we'll be the whole family. Maybe make that a, the multi-generation trip, you know, invite yeah. my, my mom and my in-laws. That'd be good. Yeah, I think it'd be a great trip. I'm looking forward to that too. Hawaii just like, it so. gets into your blood. Like once you go, it's like a part of you forever. And that sounds so cheesy, but And like, you want to go back all the time? All the time, Yeah. I'm my still bitter are that mine got canceled. Giving me a hard time. They're like, "Why don't you guys go someplace else? Haven't you? You've already been to Hawaii. I'm like, you don't understand. Like, it, it, like it, you leave a but piece there's four of islands. you there. Oh yeah, I've been to all of them like multiple times. <laughs> I can't get enough. But that's the thing. Oh, I miss it. Is so there is much. so much? Yeah. So many different places you to just, see and things to do. There's a feeling that you get when you're there. It's just like extreme peace that you can't find like anywhere else. It's and just, there's so much to do and see. Yeah. Just constantly. I mean, you could be on a go, go, go the whole time if you wanted. And it just, Hawaii has a smell. Like or it not. has a certain smell that is just. <laughs> <laughs> Hawaii. It is. Like you get off the plane and it's that smell. Like it. It's nothing. It doesn't smell like that in the Caribbean. It's not like it's not ocean. It's not tropical. It's its own special like <laughs> scent, and you can only get it there. And that's how you know you're like really there. You'll, yeah. Like I know you're. I'm gonna Facetime y'all when I get off the plane. I'll be like, <laughs> you, oh my you'll god. You'll just be like, you'll just be like crying. Like when I when I'm about to <laughs> land, I literally like start tearing up. I get so like I feel like I'm home. Like it is. It's a coming home for me. And it's been I love that. it's been way too long, so I'm getting well. Sad. We need to work on that, Jess. Well, yeah, we'll go at some point. Although my I think my kids will kill me if I go without them and with you guys. Right, <laughs> but it's a work trip. Sorry, well, sorry, for real. Kids. <laughs> Get jobs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys are too much. All right. Well, on the telling our children to get jobs note, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Guys, we really do. We, we all are genuinely excited about Hawaii. We think it's a solid option for so many of our clients. Any of us would be happy to um, push you in the right direction, help you get booked, answer some questions for you. Uh, we're so grateful for you listening to the show. If you'd like to find more episodes, you can do a search wherever you find your podcast for Escape a Travel Podcast. You can also find us in the Facebook app and join our Facebook community by doing a search on the Facebook app for Escape a Travel Podcast and you'll be able to find our community group there. Again, thank you so much for listening to the show. We look forward to connecting with you soon. Have a good day. Bye-bye.